You're listening to the Plain Label Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Plain Label Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Williams. And then this episode, we continue our look at the Paranormal Activity franchise with a discussion of two more films in the uh, in the franchise with Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, and Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Here to discuss the films with me is the, is the what should I say, the Katie to my Christie again? <laughs> we'll say it that way and, and, and sure. i say i say it that way because of my uh my just sort of like i can't even bother <laughs> sort of view about these <laughs> movies it is mr andrew shaw <laughs> what a welcome thank you <laughs> That's right. before getting into our discussion i would like to mention that we are proud members of the deliberate noise network search deliberate noise in your podcast app for more great shows from the network mr shaw what sort of coffee are you having this morning um, well, I had a delivery yesterday, or yesterday? No, it must have been Friday, of uh, a kilo of uh, Nicaraguan's finest. Um, that is coffee. Um, although the other thing might help me get through these movies a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very nice, strong, a um, little bit little sort of like fruit flavors in there, but it's, yeah, it's really nice. Okay. That's kind of a, it's kind of a shake up for you. Yeah, a little bit something different. It's just not Why like not? heavily acidic is what I always think of. Like you're the very sort of uh, the, the sort of not creamer, no sort of anything in it just makes me think that it's bitter and, and acid based, but uh. um, it's not too bad I've have had uh, ones that are a lot more acidic than this one. Now, this is actually really nice. It, um, especially because I've ground it really fine as well. So it makes a really strong cup. Oh, okay. Look at you. Look how fancy. Mm-hmm. Look how fancy. So Very I'm fancy. having something that's a, a little more fancy for me than, than normal, but it is uh it is a, a beer gasp. Oh. I know. Oh. I know. I'm not drinking my vodka. This is from uh this is brewed and bottled in Lincoln, Nebraska. This is from the Empyrean Brewing Company, and it is a limited edition pineapple IPA. So if Rachel was here, she would say that she would ask me if it tastes like grass, and I would say sort of. Uh, sort of like pineapple <laughs> and grass mixed together because she uh, infamously hates IPAs. Um, and she she literally sends me pictures whenever there's one that she doesn't uh, hate. And she's like, if you had this one, it's actually not terrible. Um, so that's what I'm having. And it's it's pretty good. It's not, uh, it is hot here. And I was outside for many, many hours um, doing either yard work or exercising or what have you. So I needed something cool and refreshing, and this is what I went with. Beautiful. Yeah. So that is what we are drinking. Those are the films we are discussing. We're going to start in 2014 with Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. Why do you have a bat in the back seat? In this hood? Yeah, I don't know. What? What are you doing? He got a camera. Please, inside now. Did someone die? I saw myself. The lady who got killed, she lives right under me. I had an idea. Let's go check downstairs. Holy, there's blood everywhere. Katie, Katie and Christy. What is this? This is some black magic stuff. Hey. She's got pictures of you. How does she have pictures of you? Dude, I had craziest dreams. Check it out. What is it? It looks like a like a bite or something. 
I've been getting this weird feeling. Have you guys ever felt like something is watching you? You got change? Yeah, I got change. Careful, don't put the camera at them. What's up? What's up, man? Hey! Get back, man! Hey! Get my back! Stop it! Just get up, dog. What was that, man? How did you do that? I don't. I don't know. I. I just don't remember. Jesse. What's wrong with them? They feel like I'm losing time. What the hell is happening to me? That's Katie, and that's Christy, my stepmother. So they possess Christy and then Katie. The ones that are marked, they become the permanent hosts. So what's gonna happen to him? He won't be Jesse anymore. IMDB for this one. What this? Did you know anything about this one going into it? This is like this is the oddball for me. Yeah, right? I had absolutely no idea. The next these two that we watched today, um, first time watchers for both, and had absolutely no idea what either of them were about. Yeah, so this is from Anonymous, uh, which was always a great sign over at IMDB, <laughs> and it goes like this: Jesse begins experiencing a number of disturbing and unexplainable things after the death of his neighbor, as he investigates. It isn't long before Jesse finds he's been marked for possession by a malevolent demonic entity. And it's only a matter of time before he is completely under its control. And it adds an ellipses at the end. So dun, 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 Ooh, dun, 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 exactly. So paranormal activity, <laughs> the marked ones, this, like you said, was, I didn't know anything about it. It was, it was kind of interesting to me in that it, was like okay we're going to a different location we're going to be it's with... not rich white people <laughs> yeah it's not rich white people exactly uh we're gonna watch i my first note in here was like young boys doing some horny shit is always a good plot idea <laughs> because i was like oh okay i get it i get it he's he's just trying to like hook up with these girls when they go to that party right mm-hmm. um yep. i'm like well that makes i was like that makes sense to me i kind of like the idea that they uh they get this camcorder from uh like a pawn shop so it's sort of like a haunted camcorder kind of and i'm like all right hmm. well that's that's uh interesting because i was like that you know they're otherwise we wouldn't have seen any of this shit and it's like well who knows if it, it it made me it made me question like are we only seeing the ones that are captured on film or are these the only things that are actually ever happening to anyone yeah yeah exactly you know? and so i was like well maybe it's part of the deal is that you've got to you have to have it recorded as well. Maybe that's part of the situation or something. Um, but so there was, <laughs> there was questions that I had. Uh, I thought that parts of it was okay. Uh, this is written and directed by Christopher Landon, who uh, went on to do much more high profile things, but is the writer on the majority of these. And um, 
I did think it was interesting that they did not use the same Christy Katie Hunter stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that that was kind of a nice way around just being the same old, same old. We did get a, you know, one character comes back for like 30 seconds uh, when you get Cash the, that uh, check, baby. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not even like the Katie comeback. It's when the, the daughter um, from when my kiddo said that uh, she'd look better with a middle part. Uh, it's the daughter <laughs> from right. the second movie. It comes in yep. for one minor scene. <laughs> I was like, wow, why even bother at that point? But I was like, I guess. <laughs> um, so there was things that I liked about this. I thought that the guys just kind of screwing around and being like jackass light type stuff, like with them doing yep. the, you know, with the laundry hamper down the stairs and stuff like that. Like, I thought that that was interesting. I thought them catching um, glimpses of some either gang activity or some people that weren't real pleased with them having a camcorder in their faces. I thought that that was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. I thought the cultural differences was uh, a, like a, a fun way in. Um, but then also I kind of was watching a lot of this going like, like who cares? <laughs> like, like what? Yeah. I don't know why I, I care. If Like I, yeah. I just didn't know what the appeal was, I guess at times. I know you have, you have to sort of build to get, to actually care about the characters. Like I get that. Um, but I found it with a couple of these movies now, probably more after the first one, that there's too much build. Mm-hmm. We have too much of the the family life. Uh, like it's like we get it. We we're not here for that. We know what's going to happen. We you know I get you trying to get us to care for the characters, but at the end of the end of the day, it's like watching some of the later Friday the Thirteenth, where it's like <laughs> we know they're all going to die. Yeah, right. I'm 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 just here for how fun it's going to be when they die. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so there was a, there was a few moments in here to where I was like, "Oh shit, that really scared me." Um, and then there was uh, a lot of, like you had said, a lot of buildup. But it almost, you know, for a movie that's again an hour and twenty four minutes, it's like, boy, the when the actual shit starts happening, there's like a not a lot that's going on that's different from the normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they rehash a lot of the same sort of plot and stuff. And I get that they're trying to like, well, look at, you know, look, look, it's all connected. And I'm like, yeah, we get it, but you could do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like the things that I thought were the most effective is so when the Jesse character, when he gets, uh, he gets the big bite on his arm and mm-hmm. he starts like pulling at his eyes and pulling that string of whatever out of his face. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh Jesus. Like, okay, this is, this is not, a typical paranormal activity sort of horror moment. Like they don't yeah. typically do body horror. And so I'm like, all right, well, if we're going to do that, like I'm in for that. Like if we're, if this is the direction that we're going in, in this one, um, I like that they, they kind of go to the shops and they move into the very sort of uh, stereotypical kind of uh, uh, the, the sort of Spanish speaking Catholicism stuff. I was like, okay, well that makes sense. Um in this sort of world of, of taking on some, some uh, Latino characters that are, uh, that have very strong beliefs in, in faith. And I was like, that, that makes sense to me. But then yeah. once we got to the actual like scary bits, I was like, the only one that really got me was when uh, he's about to hook up with a girl and she's like, Oh, do you have a condom? And he's like, uh, what? Like, I've never thought about this. Hold on. <laughs> let me go run away and, and just leave you here by yourself for a while. And I'm like, Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, but it's when she decides to open the store and I'm like, well, this is a terrible idea. Like, why would you oh, yeah. buy yourself uh, 
topless, <laughs> just open this hatch in the basement. <laughs> and, the, and then when she opens that, well, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, she opens that and then uh, basically just has like someone reach out and get her. Oh, it's the it's the uh, valedictorian from the high school that's possessed. Yeah, yep. He just kind of grabs her. Um, I was like, holy shit! Like that part scared me, even though I knew it was going to be something scary. Like the it's sort <laughs> of like the the next one does this even worse, where you know something scary is going to happen, but it's loud and abrasive enough to where it still makes me jump. Yep. Even though I'm like, God, that's cheap, but it still made me jump, I guess. <laughs> still works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was the one that really got me. Um, and then other than that, I was just kind of like, okay, we get, we get back to the Katie and Christy stuff. And, and I didn't love, like, I thought when Jesse was, uh, when he was playing like crazy, I didn't think that he was particularly strong doing that. No, like when he was yelling at the at the clerk, I was like, oh, okay. He just yeah, he just looked like a a pissed off teenager to me. Then mm-hmm. like it wasn't like he was possessed. He was just like a kid who's got a chip on his shoulder. I was like, oh okay, yep. Yeah, and I was like, well, he just okay, so he's mad, but and <laughs> I just I was yeah. thinking that a lot. I was like, and like I don't yeah. know. Um, and then I put something in here. So I watched this a couple of days ago and I don't even know what, this is how memorable the movie was for me as I don't recall what this note was. It says going off to the dog was an intense moment, but did they have to have, but do they have two cameras or what? So it must be the dog when they go into the hatch in the basement and he hears yeah, like yeah. the dog's voice or something. But I, but I, I don't know some of that stuff. I'm like, they're, they really play pretty fast and loose with how good the cameras are and how much the camera can see at times. Yeah, for sure. It just sort of takes away from it. It's sort of, you know, that was the best thing about the original is that the, um, the, the camera perspective and the, it was, you know, it was like more security footage rather than mm-hmm. someone carrying a camera all the time. And it just worked so much more effectively that it was, here is a steady cam. So you're going to see what's going to happen rather than someone <laughs> yeah. running around going, Oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. And the, the filming of, like, it, <laughs> it always makes me laugh. That, I think we've said it before that, you know, Oh, look, I'm going to be looking at the right spot. when exactly when it's going to happen sort of thing. And it just doesn't, you know, it, it works better in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole uh, it's, it all goes back to me to that, to the jaws thing where it's like, it's scarier if you don't see stuff. Right. Like not seeing the shark yeah. makes it scarier. Um, yeah, exactly. And so here, where you're, you're seeing like, you know, Jesse's being able to do different things, and he's able to like, I was like, God, is this like a weird spinoff of the boys? Like, it's a guy that's got powers and he's being a dick. Like, okay. <laughs> um, it was sort it reminded of like, me of that movie. What was the other found footage one? Oh, I think Michael B. Jordan was in it. That came out a few years ago. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, because that was the job. That was the movie that got Josh Trank the Fantastic Four job, I believe. Chronicle, yeah, that's Chronicle it. is what it was. Chronicle, that's the one. Yeah, it, it reminded me a bit of that, where it was um, a bunch of kids get powers and become, you know, well, most of them become good, but one of them becomes a dickhead, and it just sort of it played a lot with that that sort of feeling to it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good call. So I don't know. I think this is one where I didn't dislike watching it. Um, I just kind of was like, I just couldn't be bothered. Like, just like I was saying Mm. in the intro of, of not even bothering to come up with a clever nickname for you for the, for the intro. I was just like, I, I just don't like, uh, I mean, it was fine, but yeah, 
I don't know. It just it just did feel very much like late in the uh, late in the franchise sort of a movie. Yeah, it's look, it's definitely a paranormal activity movie. Um, but I just I think I kind of like even tuned out a little bit while I was watching it. Like Absolutely. it was there was just so much other stuff instead of the actual scares. It didn't have I think I know they tried or it feels like they tried to do something a bit different. It didn't have the usual night one, night two setup. Mm-hmm. It was more just a, you know, a chronicle of what this kid and his mate are doing. But it I don't know, it, it it's probably my least favorite of the entries so far. Oh interesting. Okay. Just just because of the it didn't add anything you know, by this stage, you know, we, you look at the, the old horror franchises and, you know, by this stage that a lot of them are done, you know, 3D or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they're mixing it up a bit. And this was just sort of, they're starting to feel very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Like it was, here's what we need. Let's just add a story around it that really doesn't mean much to the, the whole story anyway. And it, you know, I expected, you just expect something a little different by this point. Yeah. It would have been interesting if they had... It's like it's like the characters were were given this history and given this sort of culture, but they weren't given a plot. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, okay, I get Jesse and his friend, but what are they doing? Like they're not they're not doing anything. Like they don't hmm. have any they don't have any like character need or sort of anything that's driving like the I have to do this before I go off to college. I have to do this before I start looking for jobs. Like there was no like thing that drove him and so he's just kind of like oh weird look at this weird thing that happened i better go investigate it i was like yeah uh, no you don't <laughs> i think i would just... have made it from the perspective of his friend too i think it would have been a better story if it was more the because i think the friend not jesse but uh who's the other guy hector hector yeah he had a bit more personality and i think if you'd done it from his perspective like him finding his friend with all this stuff and helping him out but more that perspective i think i would have enjoyed it more mm-hmm. someone who's you know it's it's more showing his friend becoming possessed rather than we get to see jesse being possessed the whole time i think yeah. that might have worked a bit better yeah and it would have probably fallen more in line with what the series has been up to this point mm. because it would have been like you see less of it you know yeah, like you, do, exactly. you don't see all the stuff that's happening um so i don't know this is also where we started to get and the next one does this even more but it's like really in your face with all the symbols everywhere yeah and i'm like yeah "Yeah, i get it like if you were this coven why would you make these symbols everywhere (laughs) i was disappointed to not see uh this uh praying nun figure with the with the little symbol on the forehead that is the that is the poster that I'm looking at on IMDb anyway. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, so the next, so this one and then the last movie were just uh, not including things that are nah in the movie. <laughs> nah, come on now, we don't need that. I guess, I guess. So I don't know. I I wanted, I really wanted to like this one because I was like, all right, they're they're setting it at a different location. We've got a group of minorities that we're following instead of these, like you said, the rich white people. Um, mm-hmm. maybe they're going to, you know, handle this a little bit better or something, but instead it was just a lot of, even though there was, I liked the idea of it just being like dudes that were finding this because they were like spying on what was going on downstairs and they happened to see a naked woman and all this kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. At least it's based around 
high school dudes being like thirsty high school dudes. I was like, I understand yeah. that piece at least. <laughs> uh, but the rest of this, I was yeah. kind of like, I don't know. Tried and true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, anything else about uh, about the marked ones? the marked one is a, such a dumb name too it's like the marked ones and then the main thing is it's him and his that big bite that's on his forearm and hmm. it's sort of like that's the thing that i keep thinking about is the marked ones and it's because of this bite even though it's not yeah i mean it's it's more it's a little bit more than that but that's like my main visual is the is the teeth marks on his forearm also it's the marked one too like the others aren't marked oh that's true <laughs> that's true oh boy yeah i guess the well well i guess you had the valedictorian was uh oh yeah that's true yeah yeah, those two even though he's in the movie for like five minutes yeah (laughs) again another strange another strange piece that you know you have the valedictorian start out the movie uh but you don't actually see him do anything you see him be affected by the possession but you don't like see him actually interacting with anyone ever yeah, so exactly. I was like, I wonder why they opened on him like that. I don't know. There's a lot of things that didn't make any sense to me, I guess. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, let's move on to our uh, our second film of this discussion. Uh, we're we're heavily into the names of all of these, and we'll have the the names for the next one too. But this one is, uh, you know, they ditched the numbering system, which kind of bugs me. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so this one is uh, from 2015, and it is called Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension. Katie, Christy, I want you to concentrate. Concentrate. I need you to concentrate. She's like in some sort of like trance state or something. They're inducing a trance. Where'd you get this? From a box of like 80 VHS tapes the old homeowners left in the basement. This tape is like 20 years old. Tell me what you see. I think I see two men. What are your names? Ryan. Mike. We're the Fleege brothers. Brothers. Daddy. I can't sleep. What's going on? Any noises in my room. You hear noises in your room? Okay, well, Daddy will go up and make sure everything's. Hey! Bless you. What the hell? Did you see that? We gotta find more of those tapes. Look at this camera. And there's like obviously something going on here. It's got all these knobs you can adjust. Oh my god. How do you that? Cool. It's so This is weird. I'm seeing something, and there's this thing that I'm picking up with the camera. Who is that? Oh. I think this camera can see things you cannot see with the naked eye. This is so cool. I've heard of spirit photography before. I've just never seen it in person. What are you doing in here? Is she talking backwards? Is she saying Bloody Mary? Whatever's happening is connected to the tapes. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. She has never tried anything like this before. How did she get up that high? He's gonna take me away. (gasps) Toby. What if someone conspired for us to be in this house? This is no coincidence, and I believe she's part of a prophecy. There's something behind you. 
And there are several IMDb plot summaries for this, but I'm going to go with uh, another one that is from Anonymous. And it goes like this. The ghost dimension follows a new family, the Fleegees. That can't fucking be right. F-L-E-E-G-E-S, Fleegees? Wow. Okay, so the Fleegees, Father Ryan, Mother Emily. That sounds, and- like, a, that sounds like a shitty Nickelodeon kid <laughs> It does. It does. The Fleegees. That Where sounds are the like it's, That sounds like it's something. And they're trying to be cute with the name. Uh, Father Ryan, Mother Emily, and their young daughter, Layla. Oh, that's what I nope. that's who I should have used for the introduction. Leela? <laughs> Leela, once again butchering names. Yeah, Leela Layla. Leela. Uh, Leela. Who move into a house and discover a video camera and a box of tape in their garage. Tape, it says singular. When they look through the camera's lens, they begin to see the paranormal activity happening around them, including the re-emergence of young Christy and Katie. And holy shit, we can't get away from these girls. Nope. Oh my God. It's all about them. It's all about them. I couldn't believe this movie. I was so frustrated by this movie. (laughs) Uh, I think this one too, like I said, I hadn't seen it before, but the start of it and building up, I, I was actually, I was in. I I felt the potential like with the camera that could see the ghost dimension stuff. Yes. Uh-huh. I thought this is going to be cool. I mean, yes, okay, everything is CGI, which kind of pissed me off a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just so much CGI. But I was I was kind of, you know, finding the box full of tapes and you know, that's one of my favorite genres of anything is someone finding a tape of something and watching it and seeing stuff that's happened. Mm-hmm. I love that sort of stuff, you know, finding oh, a, like a sinister. recording or, yeah, or, you know, there's a bunch of like Archive 81 and things like that where people mm. are finding tapes of things and trying to, you know, work out what's happened. But the the potential on this one was so good and it was, you know, I was in, I, I liked the characters. Everyone was sort of, they're a bit more likable than they've been in other, other entries. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked them a little bit more and then it was just, it just, jumped so far into the CGI and yeah, I, I, it just lost me probably about halfway through. I was like, oh, all right, come on, let's get on with it then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much how I felt as well. This is, so this again is another under 90 minute movie. This was the first one in the franchise. that's not written by Christopher Landon. This is uh Joseph Pagan or Pagan, uh, Adam Robitel and Andrew, We'll say Duchman uh, were all the co-writers of this. And then Gregory Plotkin was the director of this. And what I thought was interesting about it was it felt like, it felt like, hey, what if you and I went and did a paranormal activity movie? <laughs> what, yeah. what things do we need to make sure and hit? And then what sort of uh, old chestnuts do we need to bring back? And then how can we make it different? So what I thought was interesting about it was the fact that you got to see because of this pretty cool looking camera. And I like that they opened it up and they're like, Oh, it's got this instead of that. And I was like, <laughs> got it. Like I'm, yep. I, I completely believe this, even if that's, yeah, even sold. if that's utter nonsense. Right. I'm like, got, yep. gotcha. I like yep. how we had um, the different, the different cameras to where some could see more than what others could see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that that was kind of interesting. I liked how it was like 
you know, you would have a character like Skylar and she's hanging out with Mike and they're trying to find some shit and near the pool, which I'm like, never go near the water when nope. you're trying to figure something out. But when they're doing that sort of thing, I liked that it's like uh, he can see it and she can't. And it's not just because, you know, he's got a regular camera. Um, yeah. And so I'm like, all right, well, the, I'm I'm in for that. I think that it's interesting that we get this sort of ghost dimension portal thing. Um, I did not love them watching the videos of, of the third movie <laughs> because I was like, well, what? like I get that the, you know, the Mike guy is like, Oh, Hey, shoulders with the, the mom from the third movie. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> I did laugh at that. Right, and so I'm like, okay, <laughs> like go, I go back to the hot mom. Come on, <laughs> right. And so I get, I get that piece, and then I was like, well, this is going to have to pay off in some way, and it's going to have to pay off soon. And I felt like they gave away the connection to where she could see, to where the Katie or Christy, I think it was Christy, could see the present tense, and could see and could like see if Toby was there and all that sort of stuff. Like I think mm. that they gave that away way too early. Yeah, I really liked that idea. I think mm-hmm. that was a really, it's a creepy idea and it worked, it would work so much better if they didn't just, here it is, like, here you go. Like when she was talking about the kid's room, it was sort of a bit subtle because you hadn't really, you hadn't seen a lot of it yet. So it was like, okay, oh, and they're like, oh, she's talking about Leela, Leela's room. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But then it was, then like it was almost like the next scene was like, and here's all of this. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have built that even more and got, you know, made it creepier towards the end. Have have Toby put on one of the tapes where they're talking about it or something, or you know, anything like that. But they just sort of they they just gave it all away real quick. Yeah, and it was it was kind of a thing. Like I liked um, I liked the ghost dimension idea to where you could see. It seemed like he could see where the tree used to be in like a mm-hmm. different version of the house. Yeah, and I thought that some of that sort of stuff was really interesting visually. Um, but then, I, but then again, like I thought that they they gave it away too quick, and then I thought that it's really difficult when you have the main guy or Mike, and you're sort of like, oh, this girl's going to say something crazy on the screen, and you've got to look at the camera and just be like dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah it was just like what is what is this like i'm seeing the guy that i'm seeing a guy being like did you hear that and he's like basically talking straight to the audience right like did you see how crazy that was and i'm like yeah are you paying attention yeah it's like i got it like i heard Mm. it and so i wish it uh i don't know i wish that would have been played more subtly like you said i wish it was something like how they did in the third one to where it was like um part of his job was going through this stuff and yeah. he was doing something on his own computer with all of those TVs, like the Christie character called them because she doesn't know what a monitor would be at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that. I liked some of that, but then I kind of wished, uh, I wish that it would have been something to where he was doing something else. And then he just sort of started hearing these things occasionally that would, uh, that would make him think like, wait a minute, that's really specific. Are we sure that, are they talking about our house? Are they talking about me? Like that, like I just felt like for the little amount of payoff that it had, I wish that it would have had a little bit better of a setup. 
It, it wasn't subtle. It was, it, we're going to bash you over the head with it. Look, he's talking about Leela's room. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, it wasn't like it. Yeah, it, a passing thing would have been like he's got the tapes on while he's doing something else and he hears, you know, oh, I can see a room with, a, I think it was a, was it a, a lyre bird or a, a parrot or something? Mm-hmm. She mentioned something about a bird up in the thing and you, you sort of go, and if you just like sort of turn his head and went, what? And then maybe rewound a little bit and went, oh, okay, that's that's weird. Like just because it has that in it, any kid's room has birds and stuff in it. They could have been, you know, they could have played it off as a big coincidence, but then build up to a bit more specific to what is going on at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could, because they could be saying, oh, there's a teddy bear on the shelf. It's like, well, yeah, every kid's room has a teddy bear on a shelf. Right. Because you, know, the, you could have started off a bit more subtle. Especially when the teddy bear like plays a pretty big role, really. Mm-hmm. Like you know when the the priest comes over and he's got uh, he's got the teddy bear and he's like oh blah 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 you know and he's doing all of his priest stuff I'm like well they could have been that could have been a thing that she was really possessive about mm-hmm. I don't know I just felt like there was all of these areas that they could have gone but they were just like nope 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 we gotta we gotta get to the end we gotta hurry up and see how it's connected and we gotta show the portal and blah 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 and I was just kind of like. <sighs> Why the f- and then <laughs> the other thing that really bugged me was like, so he's got this fancy VHS thing, but then they've got such picture clarity when they're seeing like the ghosts and stuff. Oh, yeah, and he's like pausing it exactly on the right moment. Like, you couldn't get like the tape couldn't snap, like, which I know is a trope, but you couldn't have like something that was it was out of it just didn't record quite right or whatever. And it's like, dang, Toby is a chump. Like Toby's allowing yeah. himself to be recorded all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So that sort of stuff really kind of bugged me. But, uh, but yeah, the other thing that I was, uh, so, <laughs> okay. So Toby's plan is what he, <laughs> he needs hunters. He needs hunters blood and he needs the daughter's blood. Because they're born on the same day. Because they're born on the 666 day. Yep. And that was a really sort of forced kind of connection. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay. So because it it felt like to me, like Hunter was this thing. And I was like, oh, is this dude going to end up being Hunter somehow? This Ryan guy? I was like, is he going (laughs) to be Hunter and not know it? Because didn't we just do that in the fourth one? And so I was like, no, it's him, but an adult. Is kind of what I was thinking. Like, did he get brainwashed or whatever? <laughs> I um, took him back into the past and let him grow up. Yeah, really. I was like, are they going to do some kind of, because I might've been into that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I would have been sold on that too. And then the same sort of thing, like with the Katie Christie thing, like they, wait a minute. So they call, they started calling other people, their parents that weren't their parents. And they mm. like grew up and were significantly older than when we had first met them as kids. But then when they were grownups, they never mentioned this. Yeah, because they were like, remember when the house burned down and how traumatizing that was? Oh, wait, when we had second parents that we called mom and dad that we didn't bring up. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. My goodness. So Toby is the other thing that I was kind of like, uh, so his whole plan is to come back and and have, you know, a, a human body, which I was like, all right, I, I I get that fine. Like, that's a demon that needs a human body, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But and then I guess I get that the way that these formulas work is that you end on a moment where it's like, oh no, the person, the the people have died, and now Toby's got a human form, and now 
wait till you see the next one. And then I already looked at the plot synopsis uh, of the next one and it doesn't have anything to do with this. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. So we've gone through like six movies and it's not like the whole main plot is not going to pay off. Nah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Nah. I guess unless it does, but I'm looking at that now as well. I'm like, no, nah, there is nothing in there that pays it off. Yeah, because the only thing in the trivia I saw was that oh, this is the first one that's not connected to the rest. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God. Okay, so Toby's whole plan is to get a body and that's why he's tormenting Katie in the first movie and Katie and Christy in the second one and then in the past and yep. then in the fourth one and then it doesn't matter. <laughs> what? Like, you can't just give me a movie that it's just him versus freaking like now that i've got uh someone needing a human body it's making me think of lord of illusions you can't you can't just have him and like scott bacula duke it out in the <laughs> you can't have a scott bacula type that has to like take on this toby character yeah exactly oh, brother yep so yeah th that was a big miss to me one of the things that you had mentioned to me was what when i said that i was going to watch this Oh, and was it enjoy the CGI? Absolutely. <laughs> so tell me about you and the CGI. Uh, it, it, I, this was the first one that I've watched for the show that Amy actually sat down and watched with me. Oh, because no. She, um, she, doesn't, she can't watch these movies at night because everything, you know, any kind of horror movie, slashes and things like that, yep, no problem. But this sort of stuff, she, she believes in more than anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the ghosts and, and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, when I say more than anything, I mean more more than anything in horror movies, mm -hmm. not more than anything in the world. <laughs> more than anything else. More than anything. <laughs> Turns um, out your, so, her actual name is Layla or Leela or whatever yeah. the fuck. <laughs> it's grown up Leela. <laughs> yeah, that's what your wife's going to find that out soon. That That's not actually her name. It would explain a lot around here. Um, <laughs> no, it... it uh, but we sat down and we were, you know, like like I was as well, watching it going, actually, this is this is interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. They found the tapes. This is happening and the cool camera with the cool effects when he looks and it looks like, you know, and he says, oh, look, I'm underwater. And, it, and there were a couple of jump scares that got us. Like, I'm sure a couple got you as well. Oh, for sure. Because it just it's just a really loud noise. And also you go, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, it doesn't make you scared, but it's sort of, I remember watching the first one with Amy originally and, there's, it's tense. Like you, I remember feeling the tension of it mm -hmm. because it was practical. Because most of it was all practical effects. There was no CGI, as far as you could tell. That it was subtle and it was scarier because it was low key and something small would happen and then something big would happen, and it was more like that. Whereas with this one, there was, you know, every time they put the camera on, and you saw. Toby, the apparition appear. It's like, oh, okay. Like it, <laughs> exactly. It yeah. Didn't, it didn't build that tension. And so, like I said to Amy, you know, oh, I'm going to work tonight. You know, I'm going to be home late. You're going to be scared. She goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. That's that's the most damning thing that anybody said about the movie. I think. Isn't right it? There. Yeah. And it was, but it was just that that CGI just kills it. It was, you know, it wasn't subtle. It was everywhere. I get that it's supposed to be scary. It's really not it's relying on those cheap jump scares rather than building the tension first, you know, build the tension in the scene. And then when you think it's going to happen, 
go 10 seconds more and then scare somebody when they're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of this was just, you know, when she, the woman's standing in front of the window going, oh, there's nothing there. <laughs> like if you'd waited when she'd said there's nothing there, I expected something to jump out mm-hmm. because, you know, you and I, we've both, and most people have watched hundreds of horror movies that you expect it. Mm-hmm. So if you wait a beat more when someone goes, oh, okay, it's not going to, oh, and then it happens. That's what it needed. But it was just so CGI filled and it was, okay, cool. We've got a $10 million budget now. Let's work. Let's use CGI. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that the movie that cost, what, $60,000 to make is a scarier and more effective film than the $10 million CGI filled horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a lot scarier. And the, the thing that it was frustrating about the CGI was I felt like it wasn't it wasn't really being used into any sort of special way because the thing that they opened this, this movie with is with that murder at the end of the third one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that what's interesting about that is that's like you had the, the old shoulders as we're calling her, I guess um, at the top of the stairs and she got kind of flung to the bottom. And then you had the boyfriend character and he gets the, he gets the sort of broken back. Right. And yep. so I was like, all right, well, that's that's a really kind of gross kill and you don't see anything getting them, which is what's scary about it is you don't see yeah. someone like wrenching their back, right? And, and yep. in this one, you're like, all right, well, yeah, it's there. <laughs> and you're like, all right, so this is going to get them. And yep, it got them. <laughs> but then yeah. you would see things like, with the Ryan character, he gets uh, he gets like a chat uh, a hand through his chest towards the end, and you see the Skylar yep. character, and she throws up the the liquid of uh, into the, the guy's de- face, like the demon thing that was like <laughs> yeah. that was uh, it was like acid or whatever on Mike's face, basically, right? And yep. then you get um, you get the daughter who is at one point playing the recorder, and she gets the recorder, and you can see sort of like the the demon attached to her and then she sort of spits and you can see part of it spit out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, there's, there's plenty of good ideas that are here that are of like things that it could have been, but these were not paranormal activity ideas. Like these were no. a different sort of franchise where you're doing exorcism stuff and you're doing, and you're seeing like the connection and you're like literally seeing it as opposed to just having to believe that they're connected. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Like, this was like, yeah, but what if we did the paranormal activity, but like showed everything? Uh, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like that's no. the whole point. And oh, the, man. And the acid face spitting stuff, like it works in another movie, but mm-hmm. we we have no history of that in this franchise. Mm-hmm. So why would Toby, because I would think that, you know, Toby's an asshole. So why wouldn't he have done that to every other person that he dealt with? It, it There's no history of him being able to do that. So it makes no sense for him to be able to do it in this one. Yeah. Yep. You know, and there were a couple of good little glimpses, like the one where the mum goes up to the room and Toby's standing by the bed and he looks at her and slams the door. Uh I thought, okay, cool. If you had, hadn't really shown Toby before that, that's a cool little scare. I would have, that would have made me jump if all of a sudden there's actually something there, Mm -hmm. but then you don't show him again or you don't show him again until the end of the movie. But because they showed him at every single chance they got, it took the it took the fright factor away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Uh, 
man, I don't know. I just can't get over the idea of we had the third one where it was child endangerment and the girls like on top of a ledge mm-hmm. and she's doing these weird things. And you're like, ah, no, not a little girl. Like, don't don't do this to the little kid. Yeah. And then when the, in this one, the little girl was in danger and I was like, eh, she's fine. It's yeah. whatever. Like, she'll be all right. <laughs> you know? It's just like I, I just couldn't be bothered. Yep. So and then yes. we get then we get the whole like the connection of her going through the portal then at the end and all this stuff. I was like, oh boy. So the next movie I was thinking the next movie is obviously gonna be dealing with all of this stuff with the Toby and the body. And then when I looked at that thing right before we recorded, I was like, You've got to be shitting me. Like there's no <laughs> way that this next one has nothing to do with it. Yep. Yeah, oh, I, I just don't get it. it. It's it seems like they had a really good idea for a trilogy because mm-hmm. the first three films work really well together. The three mm-hmm. of them, I think that as a trilogy they work really well. But it's the and as much as I love the franchise, it's the Friday the Thirteenth franchise where, well, shit, these movies keep making money. We better make more of them. You know, like yeah. every every entry I think in Friday the Thirteenth up until eight or nine made a, a fairly big profit mm-hmm. and so they just kept making them and it's the same with this like yeah i get it they do make a lot of money but come on you or don't you know do the three and then have okay the next one's going to be something totally different just say that a new a different paranormal activity we you know it's not just toby wrapped up in everything and there's going to be more demons and stuff want to do that from the start or do that from the third movie yeah, or give or, me some sort of conclusion to the Toby character. Yeah, or you know, make an anthology. I'd watch a Paranormal Activity three short film anthology movie. Mm-hmm. Do that, but just give us the Toby stuff. Piss it off. Let's get on with something else. Exactly. Yeah, because it's like, what if you go through all this stuff, you get a conclusion to Toby, or you get a connection, and you just see that the girls are with Toby now in this coven. And then it just kind of moves on from the end of three and four. Mm. And then you find out that uh, maybe Toby's not so bad. And then there's somebody that's a worse deal and it amps everything up. Like that feels more like a sequel idea as opposed to continuing to bring out Toby. (laughs) Yeah. And you can have references. You can reference the other ones. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that, but let's kind of move on now. Mm Mm-hmm. Which will, like we said, based on the next one, it looks like they have. Yeah, they <laughs> moved on. Including anything. <laughs> yeah, they moved on, and it'll be interesting to see if that's for the better or for the worse. Or uh, so I mean, I am interested to see how that that how that goes. Um, that is the the movie that was a, a Paramount Plus uh, movie because of COVID, where it didn't come out in theaters and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to. I don't know because we don't we don't have like a a reference point as to oh well audiences didn't really like it because we don't know so you never know if the I would imagine the franchise going is going to keep going but it's just a matter of are they going to do another offshoot that's sort of going to make it an anthology or are they going to wrap up this whole idea Yeah exactly So I don't know I would love I would love to see a Christopher Landon written and directed sort of conclusion to the story Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. to where you you bring back the guy that's been the main sort of uh artist behind the whole thing and you're like all right so how does this end <laughs> and if he tells you like i don't fucking know <laughs> then you're like mm. well 
here's some money, figure it out because we need to come up with a, another one of these to keep this going and it needs to make some sort of sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it looks like there's another one set for next year as well. Oh, is that the, right? Yeah, we've got a part eight, the other side. Oh, okay. Well, that maybe sounds like um, the other side of that portal, maybe. Mm. But I guess I don't know. But it looks like it's set during the events. What does it say? The movie will take place during Paranormal Activity 4. So who knows? Mm. What did you think of when we got uh, the connection to the first movie in the Marked Ones? Do you remember that? I, I think, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. It, made, uh-huh. it was an interesting little run, but it didn't. they didn't really do much with it, though, after that. It sort of showed a bit more of what happened downstairs that they left out of the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because where I was but, like, oh, I guess it was this guy was down there and that's why she was, or that's why Mika was screaming and all that sort of stuff. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Which, that just felt yeah, like, kind of cool. Yeah, it was, it was sort of like, oh, interesting. But I also kind of felt like, well, what does that have to do about anything? Like, what it, what does that matter? I guess they could have, I don't know how they could have done it, but it sounds like more with the ghost, the ghost dimension one with this one, with the portal. Like, if they'd sort of, Oh, played right. that up a bit more they could have linked the two like there is a way to get back when you've possessed or when something happens there is a way to get back to a certain le- date or go back to this or anything but they just said nothing about it well so this is a, a news that i'm reading here this is from the very uh only facts based horror.fandom.com right yep sounds legit <laughs> uh has nothing it's a you know the horror week wiki basically where you can look up whatever and it says in here that uh, series writer, producer, and director Christopher Landon has stated that an end game for the series has been planned out and that it would only take a few more movies to wrap up the entire paranormal activity story. Of course. Only a couple more. I just need a couple only more a couple checks. More. Yeah, just give me a couple <laughs> more checks. I can do it. Sure. <laughs> give me some of those residuals. Give me some of that. Give me a piece of the box office and I can wrap yeah. it up for you. That kind of a That's that kind of thing. You give me $300 million and I'll knock it out of the park. Don't worry. Easy. Easy peasy. So I don't know. So I thought that these were the two, uh, this is sort of what I felt like the, the franchise was going to come to at some point where I was like, okay, well, interesting idea, but I don't love the way that they executed the ideas. Yeah, exactly. I I would a hundred percent agree on that. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else about either one of these films before we wrap this one up? No, like we've already said, you know, and you just said it, interesting ideas, execution, not so great. And yeah, I think it's sort of flogging a dead horse at this point, unfortunately. It really is. It's like, Toby, go the fuck away, bro. Like either, <laughs> either like destroy the world or get out of here. <laughs> yeah, man. Just put it, just put us out of our misery. <laughs> Absolutely. Just put these little girls out of their misery. Christ. It's like, he's after all these little girls and, and I guess Hunter also, who it's like, Hunter's like Banksy to where he's got his name on everything. It's like, dude, he's got, I don't know what the deal is, but every freaking movie's got Hunter scrawled on someone's door for crazy. Yep. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say when they have, when the little girl draws all the symbols on her wall. Oh yeah. And they're like, Oh, look at these symbols. Oh, I said to Amy, just wipe them off. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like, well, I'm sorry, but I don't know what parent, if their kid draws on a wall, doesn't at least try to rub those, rub it off. They're like, you know what? 
I want I don't want to uh, repress her artistic expression. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it. <laughs> yeah, right. My kid would have got yeah. screamed at it. It'd have been like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's oh, like, my goodness. Just, if they'd cut to a scene with the mom or the dad, I shouldn't say just the mom. That's very sexist of me. Um, <laughs> the mom or the dad, you know, with a bucket of hot water and soap wiping it off. I go, yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well done. Or you know, if, you, or if have, that could have them reappear, but have them at least try to get rid of them. Exactly. Like that could have been like, that could have been cause it's in red. Right. So hmm. you, you show the little girl being forced to wipe off part of it. And then you yep. have a, a scene where she's like bleeding and redraws it. Yeah. To like exactly. form the thing again. It's like, that's or an even, interesting little sequence. Yeah. Or just have a wipe, wipe it off. And then they come back the next day and it's back again, exactly the same. Mm. Like, you know, in, you don't even need to show that her doing it. You could just have it just, and every time they get rid of it, they paint over the wall again and it comes back. You're like, it, yeah, it, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of ideas that could have been, that could have made this interesting is sort of where yeah. I was at. I didn't need to see the, the like venom slime stuff all over the, all over the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, to where I'm like, oh yeah, it's over there, and oh, I this this feels like early CGI to me. To where it's, yeah, it's on the wall, and oh shit, it's getting bigger and that kind of stuff. Yep. I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. Um, <laughs> it would have been a lot more interesting to me as if it was, if it was just a you know just a little subtle, guys. Just be a little more subtle. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing that was frustrating to me this time was, you know, they they didn't want to alert the girl, and I was like, okay, fine. But then they were also never turning on any lights. <laughs> like, no. Just shut the door to the girl's room then and turn all the lights on and be like, what the fuck is going on? Mike, is that you or yeah. not? Oh, okay, yeah. it's not. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It's like, <laughs> dude, turn the lights on then. Oh, boy. Yep. Because at least at one point, you know, they said that they thought they may have blown a fuse. And so I'm like, okay, well, I can get the, the idea of the power just goes out, but at least try to show them trying to turn the lights on then yeah <laughs> hmm, unbelievable all right well let's uh wrap yeah. this one up if you have any comments suggestions or movies that you'd like to hear us talk about you can email us at plain label podcast at gmail.com you can follow the show over at twitter our handle is at plain label pod if you wanted to help out the show you could check out our show notes where you'll find the link to our amazon wish list i do want to thank mr shaw for coming on once again if people wanted to hear more from you or get in touch with you where could they do that uh, I'm at Andrew underscore Shaw 23 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, come and talk to me. It changed my mind on how bad these ones were. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, if you like them, change my mind. That would be really interesting, actually. Someone's like, you know what? I am a marked one devotee. That is the yep. only good one. Like, all right. I would I would actually, I welcome that. Please. Uh, you know what? I And I, I'm, I'm open-minded. I am more than willing to change my opinion if you can convince me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, and also uh, I have our book Cul de Sac uh, available uh, from me. Um, unfortunately, only physical copies. But um, if you are after one, uh, if you like your horror, um, please uh, send me a send me a message, and we can work on getting you a copy. Um, yeah, no, it's I've no got, ghost. I have mention, definitely though. a lot left. No, it's no ghost to mention. Um, unfortunately, no. And look, if you like, I can tell you the book is haunted, and that might. Bruce sales. You know? Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You say, you know what? I don't, I don't even want to get rid of this book. Actually. Uh, yeah, I've only got I don't, one. I don't want to sell it at all. Yeah. I've only got one left. Uh, <laughs> if you want it, it is haunted. Just letting you know. Yeah. 
Sure. Uh, I'll sign it. I'll sign it in my own blood for you. Buy a copy and I'll sign it in my own blood. I'll prove that it's haunted by signing it in my own blood. I'll put one of the uh, the symbols from the paranormal activity on the inside cover and it'll protect you. There you go. Deal. Okay. If anyone does buy me a copy, I don't know about the blood, but I'll make it look like blood and I'll put a symbol from the book, from the movie in the book. All right. There we go. Mm, I like it. I think you (laughs) should uh, cut part of your, uh, your repaired knee and just use some of the, yeah. yeah, some of that swollen sort of knee stuff and sign up with that. I've had enough cut out of me at the moment. Thanks. <laughs> well, if you ever had any ideas about, you know, you getting cut, I have, I have plenty of ideas. So you just come to me. So anyway, so thank you so for listening. Love. Yeah. That's right. Thank you for listening. And you can join us next week as we conclude the paranormal activity franchise for now with paranormal for now. activity for now. Yeah. Paranormal activity next of kin. How's your new love? Are you happy? Hope you're doing fine Just to know it Means so much to me What's that, darling? How am I doing? I'm doing all right Except I can't sleep And I cry not till dawn What I'm trying to say Is I love you And miss you And I'm so sorry That I did you wrong 